Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. It's so appealing to go on a diet because everyone's talking about it. Everyone has a success story. And oftentimes we feel like in order to lose weight or live a healthy life, whatever our goals are, that dieting is the only option. So today, I want to get real with you guys. I want to talk about why diets haven't worked for you in the past and help you begin to break the cycle of dieting so you can reach your goals for real without a diet. Living a healthy, balanced life is no small feat, especially when you're a mom. With meals to cook, laundry to load, work to do, and humans to raise, it can be easy to feel like we're in an on-again, off-again relationship with healthy living. But it doesn't have to feel this way. I believe living a healthy life has become way too complicated. What we need isn't a new plan or program telling us what to eat or how to live. We need simple, uncomplicated routines and information that's going to help us live our best, most beautiful life without rules and restrictions. Join me, Kristen Dofniak, holistic health coach, certified intuitive eating counselor, and mama of two for weekly conversations on what it means to live a healthy, balanced life, uncomplicate eating, and simplify in every area of mom life. Hey friends, welcome back to the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. Kristen here, holistic health coach, certified intuitive eating counselor, and your host. And friends, the new year is on the horizon in just a couple weeks, and diet talk is rampant. Whether you're thinking about going keto, starting a Whole30, tracking your macros, WW, whatever it is, a diet by any other name is still a diet. And it's very, very common to go on a diet in the new year. In fact, 49.1% of Americans report attempting to lose weight in the past 12 months. And most people do this by dieting because most people are dieting in order to lose weight or to get healthier. Oftentimes we associate the two losing weight with getting healthy, but this isn't necessarily the case. I highly recommend you listen to episode 128 on the difference between creating actual healthy habits and just losing weight. And the statistics show that this is actually true. According to the 2020 report on eating patterns in the U.S., 75% of Americans have an eating pattern that is low in vegetables, fruits, dairy, and healthy oils. Even though almost half of us are dieting, we're still not any healthier, at least not in the last five years. 
So clearly, dieting isn't making us any healthier, but losing weight is the most popular New Year's resolution, and the average adult will go on 126 fad diets in their lifetime. On average, that's about four per year. That's once a quarter, which kind of makes sense, right? There's often a change in season every few months that makes us feel like it's time to get ourselves together. And so we attempt dieting yet again, hoping this one will work, whether it's the new year, when spring's on the horizon, the start of summer, or slimming down before the holidays. And I was prey to the exact same patterns in my many years of dieting. So I 100% know where you're coming from if you have been thinking about going on a diet in the new year. And where I'm not against you having goals to live a healthier life, we know that dieting isn't the way to do it. And I'm sure you probably know this inherently because diets probably haven't worked for you before, or at least not in the long term. They might have worked or we thought they worked, but if they didn't last, they didn't actually work. But it's so appealing to go on a diet because everyone's talking about it. Everyone has a success story. And oftentimes we feel like in order to lose weight or live a healthy life, whatever our goals are, that dieting is the only option. So today, I want to get real with you guys. I want to talk about why diets haven't worked for you in the past and help you begin to break the cycle of dieting so you can reach your goals for real without a diet. Okay, the number one reason that diets haven't worked for you, at least not long-term, in the past is because diets are designed to fail. The diet industry is a $70 billion industry. The purpose of the diet industry is to get you into their programs, onto their meal plan, their app, their meal delivery service, whatever it is, to get you on it, to get you going, to convince you that their way is the way to reach your goals and to at some point need to either move up to the next level or have it be something that you fall off of and come back on because they want you to keep coming back. It wouldn't be such a huge industry if there wasn't such a high failure rate that people needed to come back on and continue to spend money. Remember that even though almost half of Americans diet every single year, multiple times a year, we're still not healthier overall. The diet industry is not out to help us live our healthiest lives. The diet industry is out to keep us dieting. And if we continue to diet, then we will continue to give the diet industry money and it will continue to be fueled. I like to think of diets sort of like the iPhone. And I love my iPhone. I am an Apple user. This is nothing at all against Apple. So please don't come after me, Apple. I love you. I will. I am a forever Mac and Apple user. (laughs) But let's be real. iPhones are not designed to be used forever and ever and ever. If they were designed to last forever, then we would only ever buy one and then move on. But they continue to upgrade the iPhone, making us want to buy a new one. And eventually ours just, they crap out, they die, and we need to buy a new one. And they're designed like that. They're not designed to last forever. Even the best phones don't last forever. Even the highest level iPhones or the quote unquote best diet out there, they still are meant to end at some point so that we will start something new. It wouldn't be an industry if that wasn't true. 
So diets are designed to keep us coming back. They're not designed, they're designed for quick results so that we feel like we accomplished something. And then when we fall off, we crave those results again. So we hop back on. And this is how the industry continues to go. And keeping us in the diet cycle fuels this industry. So number one, they're designed to fail. They're not teaching you healthy habits that are actually going to improve your life overall. If they are, then the model doesn't work in terms of a business standpoint, right? So they are designed to fail. So number one, you are entering into something that is designed to end at some point and keep you coming back. Number two, piggybacking on this, diets promise unrealistic results because the reality is that short-term plans don't lead to long-term results. I'm gonna talk more about habits in a little bit, but these diets are meant to Give us the quick fix that we crave. As humans, we like seeing results quickly. And when we see those results quickly, we feel like, again, we've accomplished something and that keeps us going at least for a little while. But then when it's unrealistic, it's it's an unrealistic pattern of living, whether we are tracking and measuring everything we eat or counting or on a very strict meal plan, whatever it is, we get the results but it doesn't last because the actual you know, changes that we've made aren't real lifestyle changes. They are short-term changes. And we expect these short-term changes to lead to long-term results, but that's just not how short-term changes work. I know my husband's a really interesting case. We've talked about dieting before because my husband is a very natural, intuitive eater. He's never really dieted in the past, but he has had to cut weight for sports. My, he's always been an athlete. He's a professional sailor and he used to be a wrestler. And so he would have to cut weight as is something that they do in both of those industries for different events. And so he would do this really crazy extreme diet type program for a week or two weeks at a time. And you know, and I do- definitely don't approve of the way he did things. Um, and he agrees that it wasn't healthy the way that he was cutting weight. He's already a small guy anyway. And it wasn't like he was doing something. He- it was a means to an end to get on the scale for like a minute. And then after that, it was he could go back to eating normally. It is crazy and very unhealthy, and thankfully he does have a healthy mindset around food after all of that, but he always had the mindset of it being a short-term thing, so it wasn't hard for him to stick to these plans for a week or a couple weeks to make weight, and then he could just go back to his normal eating patterns, and it didn't really affect him too much because he always had the mindset of this is not something that's going to last forever. This is something that's short-term. Many of us have the same opinions of dieting. We're like, well, this is just something I'm going to do for a little while, and then I'm going to reach my goal weight, or I'm going to be healthy, or whatever, and we expect the results to last forever. But just like we talked about in point one, diets are designed to fail. They want you to keep coming back. They promise extreme results, and even if we get those extreme results, they don't last. And so when they are promising these extreme unrealistic results, we tend to fall for it because that's what we want to see as humans. But short-term plans don't lead to long-term results. Long-term results in our health and wellness happen when we create habits. And again, I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. But true change comes from creating habits. And that is not what diets teach us. They promise unrealistic results in the short term, and even if we get them, we somehow think 
that they're going to last. And when they don't, we blame ourselves. And that's where point number three comes in. Diets encourage the diet cycle, which I like to call the restriction rebellion cycle because I think it, it really hits on what we actually feel when we're on a diet and then when we're kind of off the diet, this all or nothing mentality that often happens around dieting. As humans, whenever we feel restricted, it's very normal to want to rebel against feeling like we can't have something. Take kids, for instance. Whenever you tell a kiddo that they can't have something, they want it even more, even if they didn't want it that bad in the first place. When you tell them no, they just want it that much more. We're all just big kids. We are all humans. Kids just have more trouble with impulse control more often than not where they will try and get the thing by any means necessary and most adults are not going to go and steal the lollipop out of the cupboard i maybe we will um because mom told us no but we still have the same type of mindset as if we were kids and somebody's like you can't have that we want it even more so dieting often starts with good intentions and then we slip up we go off plan we do something that isn't allowed in the diet. And all of a sudden, we feel like we are a failure, we ruined it, we slipped up, and so we might as well just give up entirely and we typically go in the complete opposite direction. We were restricted, the restriction only lasts so long, and then we completely rebel. And the worst part about this is every time a diet fails, because it's the diet that failed, not us, because if the diet is promising short-term results, or the diet is promising long-term results from a short-term plan, it's the diet that failed, we deem ourselves a failure. And we're like, oh, I messed up. I didn't have enough willpower or self-control. And we punish ourselves, usually by that veering completely in the opposite direction and overindulging or even binging, most often on the foods that we deemed unhealthy or bad or weren't allowed in whatever program we were in. And then we feel like we're completely back to where we started, and then we've got to hop back on another diet on Monday. And this cycle continues again and again, this restriction, binge, guilt, restriction, cycle keeps us on that diet roller coaster up and down and spinning without any real results for years. And sometimes... It's kind of an over and over and over again cycle, and sometimes we have breaks in between the cycles, but in any case, until we decide to completely get off the never-ending merry-go-round of dieting, we're going to stay on this cycle. At any time we restrict ourselves, we will get to the point where we feel like it's not going to last and we will rebel in one way or another. This is just human nature. It's not you. It's not lack of willpower or self-control. Willpower only lasts for so long. Eventually, we're going to cave. And this is why the diet industry exists. It keeps us in this cycle and keeps us getting off and on and off and on. So number four, the fourth reason and the most important reason that diets haven't worked for you in the past is that diets break the connection that we inherently have with our bodies. This is so huge, friends. Our bodies are our bodies. They are a part of us. And we can trust that our bodies know what is best for us. But many times we don't believe this because the diet industry has told us that we shouldn't believe that our bodies know best. 
Diets are designed to disconnect us from our own body's cues and needs, convincing us that the diet or the diet creator knows us better than we do. And where, yes, there are nutrition professionals who know more about the science of nutrition and anatomy and physiology than we do, but that doesn't mean they know our bodies better than we do. They can teach us basic nutrition and teach us what we need to nourish our bodies at a baseline level, but when it comes to our body's actual cues, That's up to us to connect with our bodies and to listen to our bodies. When we are not connected to our bodies, when we don't trust that our bodies know best, we end up ignoring signals and it makes it more difficult to eat in a quote unquote normal way when we're not dieting. So we remain in this on again, off again cycle. We don't know what to do if we're not dieting or we just feel completely out of control when we're not dieting. So we get right back onto another diet or another plan. And we convince ourselves that we can't eat well without a plan, that we don't have self-control, when really it has nothing to do with control and everything to do with this broken connection with our bodies. But lucky for you, we can always reconnect with our bodies, but we need to get away from the idea that a diet knows us better than us. We can learn basic nutrition. We can learn what it means to balance our plate All of those things are well and good, but if we're still in the mindset of needing to follow a plan in order to do so, this is going to keep us trapped in the diet cycle without ever getting real, lasting results of living a healthy, balanced life. So the fifth thing, the fifth reason why diets haven't worked for you in the past and where you can start creating real shifts and real change in your life is that diets don't focus on real habit change. Real habit change happens one at a time. That's one habit at a time. If you want to live a truly healthy life, if you want to get off of the cycle of dieting, if you want to get to your natural weight where your weight is steady and isn't yo-yoing up and down and it stays within a range that feels good for you, it's about focusing on one change at a time that is going to help you live your healthiest, happiest life, find balance, and really, truly connect with your body. One change at a time is very, very important because studies show the more changes we try and make at once, the less likely we are to maintain those changes. And that doesn't mean that we are less likely to maintain the second change. It means that if we add try to, trying to tackle things two changes at once, we are less likely to maintain both of those changes. Every change we try and tack on all at once, the less likely we are overall to maintain any of those changes. We are most likely to maintain a habit change when we focus on one thing, allow it to become a habit, and then move on to the next. I talk a lot about habit stacking, and this is where once we've created one habit, we can stack on the other one, and habits compound on each other very easily, which is why once we start one healthy habit, it just feels easier to add another thing and another thing and another thing because they do compound on each other, and we can stack them on top of each other, and all of a sudden, we have this whole bunch of healthy habits that are helping us feel really good and live a healthy life, and hey, we never had to go on a diet to do it, but it is about creating habits and allowing healthy living to be a part of our life instead of trying to change our entire life to become this healthy life. Do these drastic overhauls that many of us do in the new year that don't last and create that restriction rebellion cycle. 
These are the reasons why diets haven't worked for you in the past. Because they're designed to fail. Because they promise unrealistic results. Because short-term plans don't lead to long-term results. They encourage the restriction rebellion cycle. They break the connection with our bodies. And they don't focus on real habit change. What you actually need in order to create a healthy, balanced life. Whatever that looks like for you. So let's talk about habits and creating habits with ease and actually keeping them. If you are ready to create habits that inspire real change this new year, I want to invite you to join Simplify to Thrive, a free challenge put on by myself and Sarah Dalton from A Simply Big Life to enter into the new year with inspiration and actionable tools to hone in on your vision for your best life, create simple routines and habits for a less stressed schedule, meal routine, and an overall healthier, happier life. We are so excited to team up and share this life-changing information with you in a realistic, doable format with the support of a community for encouragement by your side. Head to HealthyMamaChris.com slash thrive. That's HealthyMamaChris, K-R-I-S dot com slash thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E to join us for free. So that's it for today's episode. I so hope you will join us in Simplify to Thrive. It is going to be so, so incredible. I know so many of your minds are going to be blown by Sarah's teaching. And if you listen to this podcast or you've listened to a heard podcast, you are going to love everything that we have to share with you about creating real habits in the new year. So I can't wait to share that with you. And I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. If you loved it, would you take a screenshot and share it with a friend over on Instagram and tag me in it? It helps me so much to know what you love and are taking away from each episode. If you really loved it, would you hop over to iTunes and give me a star rating and review? Every rating and review helps this podcast be seen and heard by more women who need to hear the message of balance and wellness without deprivation. It's the best free gift you could give me. And as a reminder, the information and opinions on this podcast are meant for education and inspiration only and are not to be taken as medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult with a trusted practitioner before making any changes. Have a beautiful day, friend, and I'll see you in the next episode.